This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. With over 122 million parts, from superchargers and brakes to exhaust kits and beyond, eBay Motors levels your baby up to its peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit jiffylube.com. Stay mage and enjoy yourself. Ladies and gentlemen, the world's number one sports and recreation podcast is back. That's right, it's Cheap Heat. On this Tuesday, October 3rd, uh, we are going to be joined, I'm told, by 36 to 35 Dipperstein. But for right now, uh, I am your forever 24-7 champion, uh, Peter Rosenberg, and being joined by today, of course, the host of WrestleMania 40, Stack Guy Greg. That's right. Uh, I'm I'm not Brian Campbell or uh, Andreas Hale, but you love me anyway. That's right. You are not. You are not either. That was a nice surprise for everyone. I hope that was. That was. I popped to to hear the Brian Campbell. Um, what a what a return. And Andreas Hale also. You know, great guys. Great guys. I never hated Canelo more than when he showed up at your desk, and then we got the abrupt. Yeah, Canelo's here. Had to end. Yeah, I apologize good, for that. A good graps slash MMA slash combat sports entertainment convo with uh Yeah, there was the more best. there was probably more to do. Um It's funny because I have an email right here that I never even opened on September twenty ninth that says uh Brian Campbell Friday something. <clears throat> what are your thoughts? 
Uh, oh, no, this is Sean Byrne, who gave me the original idea 10 days ago. And then he wrote a follow-up on Friday saying, yeah, in all caps. Well, Sean, that was your inspiration. Good job. Shout out to Sean. It's a big shout out to Sean. You know Officially what? my favorite Sean in wrestling. <laughs> Sean this Mike is for you, Sean. Suck it. If you actually think, if you actually think I was just the right guy at the right place at the wrong, at the right time. Let me say it one more time so you completely understand, McMahon. So start over. If you actually believe in your mind, if you actually think that I was just the right guy. <laughs> so that was for you. Um, but D. Brian Campbell was the right guy at the right place at the right time. Yeah. This time. I, I was, I was very to touched. Face. I was very touched when he said, I don't remember if he was even on air or not. Was it on air when he kind of put over cheap heat for helping him get to the next level? Or was it off? The it air? was on air. It was on air. That, that was that was really nice. Yeah. I mean, he's not wrong. You know, the, this did put the rocket on the back of Brian Campbell. <laughs> and now he's but out of here. Morning Combat nice is out of here. You know what? Thank, thank you, the Brian Campbell, for saying what needed to be said. No, he did say what needed to be said. That's true. Thank you for saying what needed to be said. The Brian it's Campbell. It's still real to me, damn it. I'll be. Thank Take you. Easy, man. Thank you, guys. You're awesome. Thank you so much, Mr. Fuck, for saying what needed to be said. I don't want to see another one of these. Well, thank <laughs> I still don't know what. I got to go back and find the full clip, find out what needed to be said. And then he, he also later appeared on that internet show. You remember that internet show on Comedy Central? That yes, show. was it Tosh.0? Yes. There's a to- there may be two Tosh episodes with him. With the thank <laughs> oh, you for saying crazy. what needed to be said, guys. So it's out there. Anyways, welcome to the show, guys. Uh, a lot going on in the world of pro wrestling as we head into Fastlane uh, in Indy. Most importantly, I need people to tell me whether I, I'm doing the right thing and saying what needs to be said this Friday. I was told... That the place you got to go if you're going to um, Indy is St. Elmo's Steakhouse. And I have a reservation. How many people told you that you needed to go to this place? Like, well, I guess I should say from how many different worlds? Was it like some some K people, some It was K specifically. Michael K himself told you this. Yeah. But, I mean, he has terrible taste in food. So take that with a... <laughs> Take that with a grain of salt. Although even a grain of salt, he might think is too much flavor. So, uh, but so Kay said it, and then when I reached out to um, one of my uh, WWE compatriots who I invited to join me for dinner, before I even said what needed to be said, and told him where it was, he was like, "Oh, St. Elmo Steakhouse," and I said yes. So he had also heard the same thing. Okay. Now, do you trust this person as much as you trust Kay? I trust him more than I trust. I trust. I trust anyone more than I trust Kay. Yeah. Yes, Troy. Speaking of speaking of people, I trust more than Kay, even if they have terrible taste in food. Right. Troy. Now, isn't St. Elmo's? I've never been to Indy, but that is the one place I've ever heard of. I would express some caution at that. That you're falling into a tourist trap. That it would be the equivalent of Greg. What's that Philadelphia cheesesteak place that everyone says? There's like two, there's yeah, like Pat's two places. Gino's. 
Pat's and Gino's. Yeah, yeah. Literally right like across in Buffalo, the street. like anchor bars, the place for chicken wings, like the place that everyone knows and talks about. I would, I would stray from that. There's, there's a low, there's got to be a spot only the locals know about. That's better. But sometimes in cities so small that the, the spots that the locals know about is the tourist trap. That's the thing. Saying, and I don't know where Indy falls on that spectrum, but that is the problem. I'm go. Hey, Dip. Hey, how you doing? Hey, hey, how are you? Sweater man Dip in the building. Still love wrestling. Still think it's great. I, I think, Dip, you know what you're this, um, you know what this uh, version of of you, how you dress, do you know what this, this era of Dip's dress, you know who it is? It's like the right to censor era, Dip. <laughs> <laughs> you look like you're in right to censor a Jays. <laughs> Very black and white. You show up. You tell us not to curse, to do the right thing. Uh, I, I want you to know I just sent. We'll see if it, I get a response. Very hit or miss with a McAfee text, but I sent one. Who better uh, Who better an authority? So I tried. We'll see what I get. I don't know who else to ask. Who knows Indy that well? Now, speaking of food, you know, last night, the Internet who had, let's be honest, the Internet does not have original thoughts. That's not what the Internet's for. There's like one original thought that becomes the thought, the prevailing thought in like 0.5 seconds. Yo, don't you wish there was a way to like capture and talk shit about that idea like in the moment? Because it's not just like it's everybody. Like, and it ends up being your entire timeline. So everybody you're talking to is now every once in a while, everyone has the same thought because they all are watching the same thing. And you're like, oh my gosh, blank. And everyone thinks the same thing. It's like when Bob Barker died, I, I'm not going to go out and say everybody copied the joke, but there right. were definitely a lot of people who copied the, he wouldn't go over 100 joke or like he stopped. At oh, sure. Like exactly. Yeah. So, so last night that thought that unoriginal copycat thought, which is a great thought. I'm glad people have it. I'm just here to point out that it's not original and everyone copies each other. And it's been very common over the last couple of years was give Michael Cole his flowers. Right. 26 years and he's missed two shows. So Seth said that uh, Seth asked him in, a, in their interview segment last night. How long have you been here? Michael Cole said 26 years. How many shows have you missed? Michael Cole said two. And Which, by the way, insane. Seth asked me that question. <laughs> I can't tell you, Seth. It's in, yeah, it's in yeah. the hundreds. <laughs> by the way, by the way, he's SGG's only been doing cheap heat for like six years, and he's missed way more than two. And it's it only been, requires jumping on his yeah. computer. <laughs> it's been like eight, and yeah, I, I already obliterate Michael Cole. So, so, so Cole's work ethic is anyone who it's insane. Anyone who knows anything that he's done whatsoever knows. And the last few years, everyone turned from hating on Cole to like this collective appreciation. Last night, when that thing got said, everyone has to say the same thing. You, I'm not kidding. Every wrestling like account posted the same thing. Give Michael Cole his flowers. And I love Michael Cole getting his flowers. But let me tell you something, you unoriginal hacks. You're not even giving him flowers for the right thing. We all already knew that his work ethic is insane and he's missed two shows in 26 years. I know for a fact, knowing the man, he never misses anything. Give the man flowers because he's never looked better in 26 years. Did you see him in the ring last night? He looked friggin' gorgeous. 
He's he's crushing the shape he was in at WrestleMania. Undefeated at WrestleMania, by the way. He is undefeated at WrestleMania. It's a great, great point. If you didn't know. But oh my God, the man is have you seen the, the segment yet, Dip? No, I haven't. He's thin. His suits look tremendous. He's just the best looking Michael Cole he's ever been. So take those flowers. I'd consider it. I'll tell you what I did last time I saw him. I said, I said, what are you doing these days? And he told me, and I started ordering food from the same place he orders food from. Now, unfortunately, I have not had the same results so far that he has had. (laughs) That's also because he's not just eating the right food. He's also a psycho in the gym, too. The man works his ass off constantly on everything. So anyway, shouts to Michael Cole and shouts to you, Internet hacks who copy every single thought the entire I have to see it on Saturday during the when Dion's playing in Colorado's playing. I deal with those unoriginal thoughts. Sunday, you get your NFL original th- unoriginal thoughts. Monday, I get my wrestling unoriginal thoughts. The the internet does nothing. I God, I commend those of you. Dip, you know what? Let's give Dip his flowers right now. <laughs> dip is Bless you, flowers. Dip. Shout out to Dip. Dip, you deserve your flowers. Dip. For not being, let me, for saying what needed to be said. No, you deserve your flowers. I always say what needs to be said on this show. That's why the people love me. But you're doing, no, they don't love you that much these days. And frankly, most of the things you say, people think have become insane. But that's yeah, not what you say, Saying what needs to be said is, is actually saying nothing because you stay off of Twitter. And that's why we're giving you your flowers. Correct. Dip. Exactly. Shout it's because the reason, the reason <laughs> Dip's thoughts are sometimes so insane and unpalatable by uh, the audiences. They're original thoughts. He doesn't yeah, go on Twitter and copy his ideas. Yeah, this is un, this is that uncut Colombian cocaina straight uh-huh. from Dipperstein. Uh-huh. Even straight if it gets Dipper you upset, Rich. even if it gets you to go, what the hell is this guy talking about? Know that he didn't copy it off of a Twitter account last night. He woke up with that crazy thought. So there are your flowers, Dip. I, I don't even have Twitter. It's apparently called something else now. Yeah, I refuse. I refuse to. I can't. I can't call. You know what? You know how I feel about Twitter and X? When people call I feel it X? calling Adam Copeland. Uh, yes. How Adam did you Copeland? know? <laughs> how did you know I was going to say that? Uh, yeah, on, yo, on original thoughts, P, I'm on sorry. Ori- We're all uh, thinking about it. His mama calls him Edge. We going to call him Edge. That's. <laughs> I got so annoyed because my timeline was filled with unoriginal thoughts of people all referring him to Adam Copeland or some people even in you know, uh, calling by his last name. You know, now that Copeland is back and Adam Copeland, I went, already? Can we just, he hasn't even appeared on a show yet, really. Can they we call him They were trying to normalize it. They were trying to get people used to saying it. That's why they kept saying it over and over. And MJF was just like, forget it. I don't care what happens here. I'm just going to say Edge. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Did you, did you see that on the press conference? No. He, uh, he, I, he did that? He was just like, we have the greatest roster in the history of wrestling. And he was like, we got Edge. We got MJF. We <laughs> Whatever. And then Tony was like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> you know. He's like, sorry, uh, shout Adam out to MJ- Copeland. Shout out to MJF for saying what needed to be said. Because I, I need a, I need at least a month before you're gonna hear. I still call Brian Danielson Daniel Bryan. And Brian Danielson is his real name also, which was yeah, way more used <laughs> than Adam Copeland has ever been used for Edge. Now, Adam Copeland is among the most well-known, I feel like, government names of a wrestler. It has been very well-known. But I need some time. Yeah. Uh, anyways, but, to but that. Backing up to MJF, though, real quick. You can always trust him to say what needs to be said at a press conference. Oh, that's true. 
So, I mean, I feel like now we got to give MJF his flowers for always saying what he said. <laughs> Thank you, MJF. We're going to clap it up for MJF real quick. Thank you Shout for saying what needed to what be, needed be said. said at the press conferences. Um, so, my friend Brian Mann hit me up and uh, said, what did you think about the appearance of Copeland? I believe he maybe just called him Copeland. Ed, Adam Copeland? Copeland. I'll see people go with Cope. I said, um, I said, I'm very excited. That Edge is in AEW. Very excited to see what he can does, what he can do. And I also believe that his appearance was as schmozzy and dumb an appearance as could have been done on a on the definition of pay-per-view adjacent. When when did Wrestle Dream start getting promoted? Am I just not a big enough AEW fan that like I it was like four, I four days before I realized it was like a real pay-per-view? No, I mean I they think- started Go ahead, they dip. start promoting it around like all out. They announced it in between that week of all in as all a full out. as a full pay per view. That's considered like a big real AEW pay per view. Yeah. And dip. Did you here's the here's the test. Dip. Did you watch it with other people or you sat around yeah. watching in your house? No, I said I watched it with a few people. Really, people got together for Wrestle Dream. Well, I mean, yeah. If you're you know in Los Angeles and you're have nothing else to do, and Dipper Lago has vacancy. Which it always does. I mean, it's huge. Then, you know, you go to the place to watch the show. Plus, I put surround speakers in my house in, <laughs> in, in, in the room, and it's, it sounds like you're in the arena. Oh, so you, you now have the volume up so loud that in order when you have people over, you have to just keep turning it down so you can talk? Yes. Turn it down. <laughs> All right, yeah. thank you. Now let's talk. All right, turn it back up. Now turn it down. Yeah, it's a, the, the the sound is coming from everywhere. Dip, you just uh, got to pipe in fake fake wrestling noise when you have. That's an basically event. what it sounds Keep like. It down and just pipe in the fake. So I I got to look up what's going on with this AEW pay per view schedule because I I'll be honest, I'm sorry. I guess I'm not the. I know I'm not like a hardcore. I guess I'm not a hardcore fan, but like you know, I I, I certainly watched um, all in. Had some friends over, took it in, enjoyed it like a gentleman. I did not realize that I did not realize this was a real thing. I thought the calendar of true AEW pay-per-views was a what revolution, uh double or nothing, all in, all out, full gear. Full gear. Everything else I thought was gonna be on TBS or TNT. Yeah, I just thought it was, you know, not the real thing. Forbidden Door, pay-per-view. Battle of the Belts, you know. Well, I I have been hearing that they're going to try to do like a 12 pay-per-view schedule, which, you know, monthly and all of that, which I got to say, they (laughs) you talk about unoriginal thoughts and unoriginal ideas. They had all the original ideas, and if we, I keep saying this, it feels like they gave them up. Like yeah, I, have, I really enjoyed a, the less frequent pay per view schedule. Yeah, and like the TV specials and making those feel like something because now they let NXT get on the wave of having TV specials that are like pay per view with Jace. They got Halloween Havoc coming up, and then having a handful of PLEs that go up on the network that force people to watch on. The weekend. This was their idea. 
This is what's listed. This is what's listed online for 2023, according to smarkoutmoment.com, which we all know is one of the great reliable websites on the internet. Yeah, of course. It's it's the authority. It is the authority on it. All right. So no less than an authority than Smark Out Moment Dip. Here's what they have. Starting in January 2023, they list Battle of the Belts, but that was not a pay-per-view, right? They have AW. What the hell was this? Rampage Slam Dunk. I guess that was just a rampage. I don't know what that is. AEW Revolution, March 5th, 2023 in San Francisco. They have a special Dynamite St. Patrick's Day Slam, whatever. They have Battle of the Belts again, April 7th. That ran up against Mania, though, right? They ran it for free up against Mania? I have no idea. I was at Mania. No, maybe not. Or was the next week? Okay. Then they have uh, Ring of Honor Supercard. Then they have Double or Nothing, May 28th. They have Forbidden Door, June 25th. They did uh, Blood and Guts, but that's TV. They have an ROH one. It's just, there's, it's full now. Fighter Fest, All In, All Out, Wrestle Dream. And then the next one would be Full Gear in November. I, I'm sorry. I don't want to spend too long dwelling on this. I just didn't really know. I didn't know Wrestle Dream would be that big a deal. And if you really look at the card, guys, it, it didn't play, it plays like a second tier pay per view. Yeah, it plays like a second tier pay per view, but they treated it like it was a big deal. Honestly, it felt kind of like a big deal. It did. So, yeah, yeah. There was there was a lot of multi man matches and there was a lot of schmozzy like stuff. But at the end of the day, it was it. I you know, I it started off a little slow. Ultimately, no offense to you know my my favorite wrestler in the world, MJF. But it it started. Well, off the a the max slow. match was the max match was 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 fun. It was like it wasn't yeah, a it was serious. Fun. Match. It was supposed to be Adam Cole, but uh, and I think he carried it. You know, he carried it himself pretty well, but. I don't know. I, I didn't know who the, I, I didn't really know too much about those righteous guys. <laughs> the white guy with the dreads and and uh, and the big guy, the big man. Dip, I got to say, you are not selling it like it was a big deal. You're not, I heard what? you say the words that it felt like a big deal. But then when you that didn't explain fall. why, what about I did, I, what about Eddie? What about the face of Mount Schlumpmore, Eddie Kingston versus Katsuyori Shibata? There wasn't about, enough blood in this pay-per-view. That's basically what I'm about to say. You I love blood. You love. I heard great things about the Swerve match. What do you think about that? I'm, I want to go back and watch Swerve and uh, Adam Page. That's a big match for Swerve Strickland, who's having a hell of a year. Hell of he, a year. He seems, he seems to have really like doubled in size, Swerve. You know, he's a oh, big yeah. galoop. He's huge, he, this guy now. He's swerving and swerving and swerving. Um, anyway, so, so Dip, tell me. You're excited about the match. Tell me how you felt about the appearance at the end of the show of uh adam copeland i think it's a huge get for them i gotta be honest and this is talking this is from somebody who's not an edgehead um well as an edgehead i'm gonna say i agree i like it can't get any better than edge i I mean uh, you're right i guess at this point you know as far as people who'd be a free agent that would come to aw but yeah i don't know who else it would be I if he know. can so stay el- if he can stay healthy, he's as big a get as Punk was. I think just in terms of like he brings all that to the table without the seemingly dark cloud and the toxicity. Yep, or oh, the opposite of that has hung. Yeah, exactly. It's the exact opposite. Um, so I think he's a, he's a huge get for AEW. He is a huge get. I, I mean, I'm not an edgehead, and 
I guess it'll be interesting to see him wrestle Edge or team up with Edge or eventually Edge. team up and fight the Hardy Boys. Are you going to see uh, somebody who's saying, are, 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 you know, are Bubba Ray and Devon, is their music going to hit? Are we going to see another, you know, triple tag team, uh, they, you that, know, ladder match? Could ha- could we do not need to see that. <laughs> we do not. I, honestly, if I'm Tony Khan, I keep Edge and Christian far, far away from the Hardy Boys. It's um, going to an Elta Cocker uh, TLC match where there's tables, ladders, chairs, and, and wheelchairs. Tables, tables, ladders, and wheelchairs. <laughs> I would, I would love, by the way, that would be made a TLW match, a TLWC. Yeah. yeah. Uh, operating table ladders and wheelchairs. Uh, yeah. People they're, they're throwing, they're, they're throwing empty bottles of pills at each other. They're all their prescriptions, <laughs> uh, a catheter. Um, I'm super stoked. Uh, and I'm not trying to be that guy. And I know people will think I am, but even though I don't know why, uh, but I just didn't like how it was messy. It was a messy. It's cool that he you thought him and Christian would be together. And then, of course, he, you know, he turns on Christian and he defends Sting. And that that part's fine. But the whole thing just felt like kind of he should. They they didn't need to do the video beforehand. I don't know what. Why do they? What is that? What what is that? He's running in as a surprise and you're running a full vignette. And everyone just stands. You want to comp- You don't care about suspending disbelief at all. Like literally in a fight, people just stop and go, "All right, sit back. Let's see what's happening here." Everyone, hey, hold up the fight. Hold up the fight. I want to see who this is. Right. And th- th- what they should have done is have a spot where everybody gets knocked down, and then that way you can believe that there's nothing Maybe. to see in the ring. Maybe. Maybe. No, right. You you should one of those high flying spots where everybody like was part of the fight. You shouldn't have had the vignette. You shouldn't have had him. There shouldn't have been pyro. There shouldn't have been him pandering to the crowd on the stage. It should have been, you think you know me. And then he should have run down to the stage. In fact, no music at all, even. And just, you know, saved or helped Christian or something. And he shouldn't have turned on Christian. He shouldn't have turned on Christian. He should have joined Christian. And they should have been heels together. That would have been mage. Yeah, then no one wants to ever blow a first pop like that. By having them be a heel, but I I hear what you're saying. Would it would have made a little bit more sense? Well, they could have done the pop, then the heel turn. Wait, but hold on one second. Let's not end the nonsensicalness in that moment. I'm sorry, there has to be a little bit more. So then, my question is: So is he appearing on Dynamite on Wednesday? Yes, and Collision. They said it on the. Wait, I thought time. he was promoted. I thought he was promoted for a, a, a weird Dynamite next Tuesday. Well, he is. He's going to wrestle on like the weird Dynamite, but he's going to appear. So we're going to get uh, this dynamite. Here's from Edge or here's from Adam Copeland. And then Collision, here's from Adam Copeland. And then he's going to actually wrestle in the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Because I'll just tell you, I was confused when I saw the first thing that I saw pop up on my timeline was dynamite Tuesday, September 10th. Edge has a match. That was what I saw. So I'm like, oh, is he not on this week? And then I'm also like, why is Dynamite on Tuesday? What the hell is going on here? Like, it's just, I don't know. Sometimes it feels like things that are so cool just get made unnecessarily complicated. But in the long run, this is going to be cool. I think there are a lot of matches to do. I'm psyched we'll probably get an MJF edge thing at some point. That's got to be a dream come true for Max. That's that's pretty freaking cool. Um, there are a lot of people there for him to do stuff with that he is not. I mean, Edge and Kenny Omega. Yes, please. That That's fun. Yeah, no, I, I, th- I feel like both of them have been waiting for that one for a while. 
And you know, I'd always been waiting for Kenny Omega to get a shot in WWE. It's never going to happen. So at least we'll get one of the ultimate WWE guys to have a match with them in, in AEW. It's, it's pretty, I mean, pretty sweet. At this point, does he need a shot in WWE? AEW keeps bringing those guys over. He's, he's had his match with Daniel Bryan. He's had his Mox match. <laughs> who, who else needs to come over there? Uh, it's a great point. It's a great point. Roman buddy. and Seth need to jump ship. And, then and I, I did see. Done. I did see in the land of unoriginal thoughts a lot of people taking the edge uh, showing up in AEW and then turning it into a conversation about CM Punk. And it's like, what an uneven trade that would be. Um, For WWE versus AEW? No, in terms of what the person actually contributes to the company. I mean, number one, uh, CM Punk can't wrestle anymore. Number two, he's uh, not a popular locker room guy. Edge can still really go. And is literally the best energy to ever walk into a locker room at this point in his career. Yeah, he's a great guy. I'm just saying in terms of a trade-off, when you think about what Edge brings to the locker room versus what we've heard recently about CM Punk, that doesn't seem apples to apples. And by the way, one has nothing to do with the other. I, I really don't think WWE's way of doing business at this point is like, wait a second, they got who? Now we need to go make a move. Like That just doesn't make any sense to me. No, I think I think WWE's way of thinking, which honestly should be AEW's way of thinking too, is just looking at the pieces they have, say who can we use and where, and does this take everything up to the next level? And that really is it. This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED highlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Now, let me ask you guys, did either of you get any time with NXT No Mercy this weekend? I absolutely did. Take us through SUG. That was that was a fantastic show. I mean, just top to bottom. Um, I don't know if either of you watched, but first of all, it's it's one of those shows the rare show that you watch a match and you're just like, how are they going to follow that? And then every match damn near does follow that. And it sets the tone right at the beginning with Braun and uh, Baron Corbin. Like they came out hot. 
and it built and built and built right to the end with a uh, Becky and Tiffany Stratton. It's like if if you saw that Tiffany Stratton match, and you're not a believer after that, then I don't know what more you want from her um, because she she really just bought it with Becky. And then I gotta show love to Trick and Mello. Um, even if it was just a brief time, they were both champions, held championship gold together. It was definitely a brief time. <laughs> it was definitely a brief time. And but you it know happened. what, too? For me, I got to say, Noam Dar also, like, he really made me a believer on uh, on Saturday. Um, just because he, and I say this in terms of, like, his whole look and his whole package and the presentation in terms of the flashy entrance and the speed and the moveset and the cockiness and the trash talk how it all came together he reminded me of uh this older box this boxer that was hot when i was coming up uh prince nasim hamed who had like the flashy entrance and he had he was from that same part of the world and he was cocky and he was fast and he was and that was literally the whole thing i mean his gimmick was basically his whole thing yeah like don't get me wrong he had the in-ring skill too but noam dar was just like it really, for the first time, felt like a wrestling version of that, and I bought in because, like, at one point he hit uh, Butch with a back elbow that was like a blinking you'll miss it back elbow. Um, at another point, he hit Butch with like a leg kick that he transitioned into a head kick that was lightning fast, and I was just like, "Yo, this this guy is moving at double speed. He's almost moving too fast for <laughs> everything else around him." But it still comes together in such a such a well put together package that you just have to appreciate it and you have to love him for it. I'm just trying to remember it, who like Prince Nassim when he was super hot. It was very interesting. Not to say that he wasn't super skilled, but considering he was in a a, a tiny weight class. <laughs> yeah, he was featherweight. He was a featherweight, and he barely had fights against anyone the public knew, and yet he was over like Rover. I mean, he eventually had a match against, I'm looking now, Marco Antonio Barrera, and he lost in a unanimous decision. But before that, where it was nothing but wins, you know, I challenge you to look for a name you actually remember from that era, and you won't find one. Uh, maybe but Kevin Kelly. he still has highlights event. of him just, like, dancing in the ring. Right. <laughs> and, like, and, and, and how he'd come in. Didn't he come in sitting on the uh, uh, throne? Yeah. He'd come in on a throne. Multiple it was a whole throne entrances. <laughs> Nah, he had a mage gimmick. There was, there's no question. It was a mage gimmick. Um, yeah, I want to spend some time with that. Uh, how was the, how was the Carmelo Dragunov match? It was, it was a fantastic follow up to the first match. It really was like, and Ilya too. As much as it pains me to see Carmelo without his NXT championship, um, he's still him. He's still one of the best, if not the best, uh, performer on the NXT roster, and Ilya is just Ilya's just on fire. He's another one of those guys where it's like if you watch these performances and you're not captivated and you're not all in on what he has to give as a performer, then I don't know. I really don't know what to tell you because he those those two they have great chemistry and they bought it again on Saturday. What are we to make of the way that they're including NXT in so much television on Raw and SmackDown, including last night with Trick Williams uh, appearing on Raw? Deb, do you have think, any thoughts? I think they're. I think they're trying to get the ratings up. I think the ratings have been really low, and I think they're trying to get 
much more interest in the NXT product in general. That's my guess. You know, so they're starting to put these, you know, the Dominics and the Becky Lynches and everybody else on the show to draw viewers. That's that's my guess. I w- I would say so too, especially with um, they announced that I believe SmackDown either got or is going to get like this huge media rights package from um, NBC, and I would I would imagine that they're positioning NXT to be able to actually stand alone and and not have to package it in with Raw again. And they they can send it to its own network or do something different with NXT that that brings them in more money. Because I feel like I feel like you dip that the motivation behind um, raising NXT stock in this way is is a, it's all business. Now, do the fans get to benefit from some of these great matches that we get out of people like Dom going down or people like Becky going down for sure? But I think the motivation behind um, integrating the main roster with NXT. Is business minded? No, for sure. Well, yeah. I mean, I knew. I assumed they weren't doing it for fun, but I, I was just curious what their hope, desired effect is. I guess. I guess. Yeah, eyeballs to NXT makes sense. Um, it's also funny that simultaneously, right now, and and I don't know if this is part of the same thing. Even though it may sound stupid, I kind of feel like it's. It could almost even be coincidental. You're also seeing like the real emergence of of NXT talent even ones that are several years old, finally getting their their moments. Like a lot of Gargano and obviously Ciampa last night with an awesome match with Gunther. I sort of thought the Ciampa ship had sailed. After like the, the initial Miz run thing, it kind of felt like that was going to be it and we would maybe never hear from him again. And now he's sort of back in the biggest way he's ever been, including a, a banger with, with Gunther last night. Yeah, I mean, NXT's fingerprints are all over... Um, the WWE roster, especially especially if you watch Monday Night Raw, right? Like, um, there was a pay per view. It was a Judgment Day against um, KO and, and Sammy for the tag titles. You had three former NXT champions, right, in that match. And in fact, not just three former champions, but Sammy lost his championship to KO, who lost his championship to Finn, all in that match um, in the main event of a pay per view last night. Two former NXT champions or two former NXT talents performed in the main event. Had a hell of a match. This Saturday at Fastlane, two former NXT champions are going to go at it for the world championship. Seth being the first NXT champion and Nakamura being um, being an NXT champion. So, yeah, NXT's um, fingerprints, their effects are felt all over the place. And that, that says nothing of, of the women's division, right, with uh, Nia... Shayna, Rhea, and Raquel having that brawl on Monday, they also all came up through NXT. Three of the four of them, NXT champions. So it's like, as a developmental brand, they it's it's a successful it's a successful brand. Uh, I wondered why they didn't make that uh, uh, a match yesterday. I assumed that, or I I just assumed that was going to be a fatal four way at Fastlane. Yeah, I don't know why they didn't either. Uh, everyone wondering, here's what we have so far for Fastlane. You have Seth freaking freaking versus Shinsuke Nakamura, the match uh, SGG just referenced, and a last man standing match for the World Heavyweight Championship. We now know as of Friday night that we have John Cena and Dip's favorite, the man, LA Knight. Yeah. Versus the Bloodline, Jimmy and Solo. We have EO, the champ, versus Asuka, 
versus Charlotte in a triple threat for the WWE Women's Championship. We have the LWO, um, uh, Mysterio and Santos, and one other member of the LWO uh, versus Lashley and the Street Profits in a six-man tag match in which Lashley has basically said that if the Street Profits don't prove something, he's done with them. Um, we don't even know what he's been doing with them, but he's done with whatever it is. Listen, he got he got docs in in a suit at least. Yeah, I mean, I mean he's apparently he's just there, he's at the very least he's just their like fashion consultant. Um, then we have the Judgment Day, Finn and Damian versus Cody and Jay Uso as of last night as well. That's for the undisputed WWE Tag Team Championship. But yeah, there's obviously room for at least one more, if not two. So, so sort of surprise. I, I'm assuming they'll announce that later as a fatal four-way. Now, was there anything to be made of uh, Rhea Ripley getting the full sort of babyface entrance in re returning to go after Nia? You know, I'm not sure, quite honestly, right? Because it's such a funny needle they're trying to thread with Rhea where, like, it, like you said, it looks like in the women's division, she's no longer the big bad or even necessarily a bad force. <laughs> Like she got beat up by Naya and she got the full baby face hero running. But then when it comes to judgment day and dealing with the men's division, she's still as terrible as she's ever been. So it's like on one side, she's a heel and on the other side, she's at the very least a tweener teetering on the side of baby face. It's very, it's, it's, it's interesting because yesterday that run in against Naya was very, very good guy. Dip. Did you watch SmackDown last week? Uh, Yes. I have to tell you, I thought of you. I'm not expecting you to change your mind. I'm not here to bully you. I I I liked LA Knight's run in. Like I actually liked his physicality in that spot a lot. I thought his neck breaker what was awesome again? into that. What was it again? He saved <laughs> Come on. He saved Cena. He saved Cena against uh oh, yeah, Jimmy yeah, and yeah. Solo. But I just thought his physicality was really good. I thought he looked like a badass who came to save the day. I don't know. I thought it was pretty good. I guess they're shooting him to the moon, man. I don't know. It, it just. You don't like it, Dip. You just don't, I don't like, like it. it. I don't like it. You're not going to change your mind on this. You just don't like it. No. And now with the Cena team up, it's like, I go Volt and Hemel. Well, here's you the know. thing. I Don't him and Cena have to. They, they, they sort of hinted at the last PLE. Them maybe getting into it when Cena was guest referee. Now they're tagging together. So you'd guess then the thing that comes after that is they end up having a match against each other. But there's only one more How, I PLE. Mean, what, oh, and then and you go into the you veer into the territory of Cena now trying to quote put over the new guy, the new hot guy thing. And who's gonna work heel in that match? Cena? LA Knight? No. LA, LA Knight or, no, or, or nobody. No, or, or nobody will. They'll, they'll do that. So they did, the, they did a lot of that, that with Cena. I don't know if that makes sense. You know, Austin Theory was clearly a heel. Grayson Waller is clearly a heel. You know, LA Knight, the biggest baby face in the history of wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I agree. Listen, Dip, we hate to say it, but LA Knight, LA Knight is the biggest baby face on SmackDown right now. He's he's I think he's in number one position. Oh I saw a message when the, when the Rock returned. I I saw a message uh, in one of the discords I'm in. They said, "Oh wow, the Rock got an L.A. Night pop when he showed up." Oh, 
Uh, He's ove like Rove, <laughs> dude. Listen, I don't know how long this is gonna last, Dip. I, I'm still, I'm don't still. Do you think unsure. it could be moments? Is it moments? I don't think it's moments. Is he getting no. a title shot at WrestleMania? I is he winning the Royal at, Rumble? It might not be at WrestleMania, but LA Knight is for sure getting Roman Reigns at some point. Oh just, no! Ah. Uh. You Logan, think so? Logan you think Paul got Roman Reigns in his third match. LA is Knight he, is for sure getting Roman Reigns, is Logan especially Paul, after inserting himself in bloodline business. Does LA Knight win the Royal Rumble? I don't think so. I've heard that. The reason I don't think so is because he already won the Battle Royal at SummerSlam. It feels like sort of a repeat moment, even though the Rumble's obviously much different. To me, I don't think they do it. Who wins the, the Royal Rumble this year? I'm going to go to the Royal Rumble. I have decided I'm going to the Royal Rumble. I got a lot of friends in in that area of Florida. And I'm going to go to the Royal Rumble. Is it it in um, Orlando? Tampa. It's in Tampa. Which lets you know that Dip has a lot of Repug friends. I want to (laughs) go. I want to go to that that Hogan bar in Tampa. Buy some Uh, jabroni merch. I want to buy the merch. There's going to be a video that comes out of Dip dressed up as the little kid doing the impression <laughs> to Hulk Hogan. <laughs> yeah. They're going to be like, oh, guys, this is the cutest video. Look at this little 36-year-old man telling Hulk Hogan that you know, he's going to fight him. <laughs> Isn't it? Yo, again, back to the unoriginal thoughts of social media. That video goes around every now every, every month or two. Someone forwards it to me. Have you seen this? I know. Yeah. Same. Same. Yeah. Isn't the video like three years old or something crazy now? No, the, the, the kid, that kid is 40. That kid is now 40 years old. Okay. It's one of That's the biggest have you seen your videos in the business. Oh. <laughs> I mean, listen, don't get me wrong. Originally, it's a really good video. I, I enjoyed the kid's attention to detail is very funny. I but, pop every time. Him calling him that big, nasty giant is very funny, and I, I, I chuckle at it. But, I mean, uh, guys, please don't send me the video anymore. I, I've seen it. How many Subway wrestling videos have you been sent? Oh, my God. Oh, I, I, yeah. People are sending me and I sending am, me. <laughs> I'm, enough, I'm, I'm over it. I, well, don't, 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 don't diss the Subway wrestling, guys. It's not their fault that everyone's late to their stuff and sends it late. Oh, by the way, they, they seem like great. Can we get them on the show? Can we get them on the show? We, we, I, I, I practically started their career. I set them up and I, I had them at Hot 97 having fights you in did? the hallways. Yeah, I didn't know. Oh, dude, this is sad. I didn't you, see you that. didn't know either? I didn't know this either. Oh, no dude, one sent I, it to me. No one's, it was too, <laughs> it was too word. early. It was too early. Who did I have them meet? Was it West Side Gun? Because I, I keep getting videos of that too. Like, uh, it's so funny. I, I, I can't, I want to know about that in a second. SGG. All, the first thing I look for at a big wrestling event now is, is West Side Gun in the seat. <laughs> I, I have to, I, I always have to see. Was he at Wrestle Dream? No. Again, th- proving my point. Thank you very much. Right, right. I, I, That's I, when you the, know it's not Mage. Right. The, pros- <laughs> the prosecution rests. It was not a real pay per view. What's the video of, of West Side Gun? Oh, no. Just he like brings them out to have a match during his show. Yeah, yeah. He's brought them on stage to have matches at his shows before. Um, but I don't remember who they who they ran into at the radio station. It may have not been. It may have not even been 
a wrestler. But anyways, I've always been very friendly with uh, Tim Han Rivera. Great guy. Those are those are good guys. But yeah, it is, again, one of those things that everyone's like, have you seen it? And by the time it's, it's like you want to tell the non-wrestling fans, by the time you've seen something, just assume that the person you know who's obsessed with wrestling has already seen it. You know what I mean? I'm not I'm not going to send my dad like a political article and be like, did you know this was happening? Yeah, he pays attention. He knows. So Dip is not excited for L.A. Knight and John Cena. I, I love L.A. Knight's music. That's the one. That's the, <laughs> the one thing. <laughs> yeah, OK. I do. That's the one thing I love about L.A. Knight. I think his entrance is effective. But then when he's the one that walks out of the curtain after you're disappointed every time. So he loves everything about L.A. Knight that has nothing to do with the actual L.A. Knight. Yeah, as long as it doesn't have to do with L.A. Knight, he's in. But once it has to do with him, by the way, in case anyone's wondering, I have not heard back from Pat McAfee so far about St. Elmo's Steakhouse. Are you just testing to see if you, you're, he's responding to you about uh, the steakhouse? No, well, I, no, I assumed I'd get no response. I, the, the, the level of response with McAfee has gone down as the years have gone on. But that's to be expected. He's a very rich and famous man. I just sincerely don't know who else to ask. You know, Troy pointed this out. And again, why am I listening to Troy? The, the, the guy literally doesn't eat anything with flavor. But, and then, by the way, that's not some sort of shot at his diabetes. This this predates his diabetes. The man's never eaten anything with flavor. Um, but he makes a good point. Maybe I'm just gravitating towards the place that every jabroni says you got to go eat in Indy when really it's not great. My thought about that, though, is, Troy, whatever is the big mainstream jabroni place in Indy is the only place in Indy. I don't know. Isn't Indy known for many of its steakhouses? Isn't that its thing? I think St. Elmo is the right. cliche of the steakhouses. All right. You know who I'm going to do? I'm going to, you know what? I'm going to go a step better than Pat McAfee. I'm going to write my former boss at MS Communications, Rick Cummings. MS is based in, uh, it's one of the big businesses of Indianapolis. You know, they have a suite at the, at the basketball games, at the football games. Like that's, he's probably had a million meals there. Hey, Rick, is St. Elmo's Steakhouse the best place in Indy or all hype? Hope you're well. Do you think it's unprofessional that sometimes I write like professional people and spell your in text? You are. Absolutely. <laughs> I shouldn't do but, that. But also, are you expected to be that like super professional? Because at the end of the day, your talent. It's a great so, point. Uh, like, are they looking at you to be the like like presidential? It's a great point by you, SGG. Yeah, Dips and you talk about combat sports for a living, which is not the most high brow of the. Of excuse the me, excuse me. <laughs> whoa, 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 hey! Am I projecting my MMA audience onto you? Yeah, first of all, I don't talk about combat sports. I talk about pro wrestling. All right, yeah, Let's which be is combat sports entertainment. Okay. You gotta, <laughs> right. you gotta get that entertainment, or, or, in right? Or combat sports adjacent. Um, and I talk about other things. Thank you very much. Um, all right. Uh, I, I'd like to, I would like to hit a little bit of mailbag today before this is all said and done. Uh, and also shout out to, uh, Vegas dip. I got to tell you, I was in Vegas this week. We, I know you're also a big Vegas guy. One of the biggest in the biz. I do like it surprisingly. Yeah. I like it surprisingly too. Always have, uh, except for the trip out there. It's an absolute nightmare. The fact that Vegas is so far is disgusting and needs to be fixed. 
for me, I the the trip out there is short but very turbulent, and oh, so as a result, as I'm I'm clutching and clutching, white knuckling and white knuckling. Uh, By the time I, I get down there, it feels like five hours. I have to tell you, let me say this right now. Normally, when I go out there to cover fights, they put us up in the MGM because the fights will be there, or now they're not really there anymore, but they still have the press stuff there. Instead, they put us next door at New York, New York. New York, New York has been there not as long as MGM, but close to it. Uh, maybe the exact same, around the same build. The upgrade of the millennium. What? I thought... Yeah, I cannot up- believe you just said that. New York, New York? literally a completely different level for me than being at MGM. You have no idea. No, I don't. So I'm curious. It is, even though it's of basically the same era, it has half the rooms. It is. It, so as a result, the, it insane, looks like there's 10,000 times the size of any, of any of the other one. Like it looks gargantuan. half this. It's, it's 2000 rooms versus like close to 5,000 at MGM grand MGM for those fight weekends. It's filled with uh, Pimps, prostitutes, and maniacs up a storm. And the second you go next door to New York, New York, it's just like you're in a regular hotel. It's like so, it's just very chill. It was so much more chill. You and never hear that about New York, New York. I've never I'm heard anyone that speak it's about more New York, chill New York. than. Well, because you don't hear people speak about New York, New York, period. All they no, say is, oh, there's you, no New you York, go? New York chatter. They go, did you go on the roller coaster? That's it. That's the only thing that's ever said. No, it was a great place to stay. They have a chin-chin, which no longer exists in New York. It only exists in Los Angeles. So they have a chin-chin in the lobby, which was friggin' delicious. It was low-key. I didn't gamble. I was waiting for, uh, I, I don't really ever gamble. I was waiting for Laura. And I said, you know what? Let me put $20 in a slot machine. Boom, I won 170 bucks. I cashed oh, out. Sold. I walked away. Love New York, New York. Great I- guys. When, when I wonder how they named New York, New York, did they did they say, what are we going to call this place? And, and and they said, well, it looks like New York. And they said, why don't we just say it twice? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I don't think that was it. My no? hunch is there is no, no. My hunch is uh, my hunch is there is one notch more thinking. Than or was it did somebody go like, uh, what is the place called? And they said, New York. And 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 he was speaking to an old person. And they said, huh, "What is it called?" And they said, "New York." And the old person says, "What? What?" And he goes, "New York, New York, New York, New York." And they said, "All right, that's what we'll call the hotel." Now the problem is, if they just called it New York, then they'd have to include all this kinds of bullshit from upstate. So they just said, "New York, New York." Yeah, yeah. We Bob don't want Burrows. people to think it's about it's a Rochester hotel. Exactly. <laughs> No uh, buffaloes. A, don't don't m- look for m- the buffaloes. M- 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 male. Just just to simulate the actual New York. Is there garbage all over the lobby? I mean, what what uh? Is that oh yeah, they do? they keep yeah. the tra- they don't have trash cans. You just throw your trash right in the street. <laughs> all right. This is there a smell of urine in the lobby the, that they pipe in? The smell of it's urine. In the elevator. It's in the By elevator. By the way, uh, for the record, the smell of urine is is gone. It's October already. You know the smell of urine's only bad in July and August. Uh, David writes us. Uh, is there a Cinderella? There's no Citarel. Vegas writes us and says, uh, hey, guys, Dave here listening in Edmonton, Alberta. Thanks for all your great work making the show. It's a big part of my week. Do you envision WWE ever hosting an event at the Sphere in Vegas? And any of you plan to take in the U2 residency there? Uh, Dave also says, P.S. Mick Foley is definitely up there on Mount Schlumpmore. And the thing about KO is ultra schlump, but also 
the only one who seems like he could kick anyone's butt at any time. Um, for your question about the sphere, I don't know if it will make sense to have a, an event there. I, I, the layout looks like it might not work for wrestling. Who knows? Um, I considered going to U2 on the opening night at the sphere. Um, and I regret not going. I did. We did not pull the trigger because I'm not a huge U2 guy. And it was, a, you know, it would have been a few hundred bucks per ticket, which felt like too much for a band in which I'd like, I'd hear a few songs I know, but I generally wouldn't care. But then after seeing how cool it looked, Natalie and I were both kind of like, maybe we should have done it because it looked pretty awesome. And I'll say this about WWE at the Sphere. It could finally give that best of both worlds feeling that we've been, uh, well, not even we, that I might have discussed during the pandemic era of live audience with the Thunderdome, if they want to use those screens to do something creative. Because you just think about like the entrances that they could pull off with those screens and then like have the audience members on the panels where the seats aren't. You know, SGG is always fighting for a way to get back to no fans. It, yeah. Listen, Sphere, a, a residency at the Sphere. Bring, bring back the Thunderdome. All right. All right. Unlike Pat McAfee, Rick Cummings has returned. I said, hey, Rick, is St. Elmo's Steakhouse the place in Indy? He said, the best. Or Harry and Izzy's down the street, their offshoot. Definitely get the shrimp cocktail. Amazing. Dip, I have been told that the shrimp cocktail at St. Elmo's is the number one shrimp cocktail in the business. I'll be the judge. I'm, I'm telling you, everyone is talking about the shrimp cocktail. Is it Not colossal? To be is it gulf? Is it? What are we? What are we talking about? I, I'm going to tell you when I have it. Not I'm to a, be con, not going to be confused with the schlump cocktail. We have a Courtney's calling me. We have a call at eight thirty. So, um, yes. Can you tell her that we will call her back in uh, moments? Literally, like, uh, let's get in like one or two more emails real quick. Mail. Uh, Trevor says we love wrestling. Wrestling is great. Oh, no, he says, wrestling is great. We love live wrestling. Fellows wanted to pass along the story from the weekend. I took my son to SmackDown for his first live wrestling event this past Friday. I think the first hour was a bit slow for him, but how hot the crowd was for Ray and Santos got him back into it. He got super pumped up when Cena came out, but the best part happened after the show went off the air. Cena got on the mic, said he came back to wrestle and issued an open, issued an open challenge. Out comes Dirty Dom Mysterio. No piped-in noise, and the crowd booed him mercilessly. Cena got the win. Then we got the advertised dark match of Seth versus Gunther. Hopefully a sign of things to come. We had a blast singing Seth's song. The crowd was hot the whole night. No hot takes here. Just came to say anyone who has the means should spend a night watching a live WWE event. It was a blast. Stay made. Trevor in Sacramento. Trevor, I wrestling is great. And WWE live shows we love are it. We love it. mage. I want to shout out to Matt, Nick, and Alex, who all sent me emails about the fact that Shop AEW now has the MJF Better Than You Bay Bay uh, Mets-style shirt. The only thing is it doesn't have the back that it originally had at the event. 
front print only, but it is there. So it's it's tragic that they can't they can't get you one. Listen, I, I went to the man himself. All right, I tried, literally while he was in the ring. <laughs> I mean, I I I took it very seriously. When, if that doesn't get it done, then I, 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 I you know what are you gonna do? They sold out. They sold out. And there's there's two hackadoodle dudes selling it on on eBay. And oh, the back has the back has number thirty one. D clo- O clothesline. I didn't know it had a back with actual writing on it like that. And they're selling them for $150. Wait, what is uh yeah, it says D clothesline on the back. Like double clothesline, 31. I, mean, I get it. I get it. I, I thought it said O clothesline. I was very confused. Uh either way, I, I want to find that one, but what are you gonna do? Oh my god. SGG, this one's a 5X. <laughs> for $150? Uh, $130 5X. And then there's a 3X, $150 3X. Those are the only two for sale. How, you how many have did to they wear print? Them together. How many? But how many did they print? 30? I mean, what the hell is going on here? Yeah, that's crazy, though. A 5X? All right. Well, listen, we, we're going to have another show this week to get you all ready for Fastlane before I go out and try St. Elmo's uh, shrimp. And I'm looking very much uh, forward to it. If you want to get down with the mailbag for Friday's episode, you can do so. Rosenbergbeats at gmail.com. Real quick on the way out. I feel like it's necessary this week. Let's hit a Shad Gaspard Black Power Rankings. I'm black, y'all. And I'm black, y'all. And I'm blacker than black. And I'm black, y'all. And I'm black, y'all. And I'm black, y'all. And I'm blacker than black. And I'm black, y'all. I'm blickety black, blacker than black, black. I'm blacker than black, yo. Because I'm black and I'm black. Yeah, I alluded to it earlier. I'm going for my guy, Carmelo Hayes. Um, Valiant fight. He lost his championship, but he lost nothing else. Uh, He's still him. Future's still bright. Um, Onward and upward for for my man, Carmelo Hayes. That's my pick. And that's funny because I'm going to go with uh, Trick Williams. Oh, yeah. Trick and Mellow Gang. He has his gold, man. Has his gold and made an appearance. You know, had a real like little uh, backstage with uh, the Judgment Day. So I'm going to give mine to uh, Trick Williams. Dipperstein? Jade Cargill. Fair enough. She got that bag of Rooney. She got a bag of Rooney. Very, very excited. She was out there talking ish last night on social media during Raw. Um, very excited to see her whenever she eventually does appear. Any prediction, guys, yet on, on when we see her? Maybe Survivor Series? Yep. Rumble. All right. Fair enough. Yeah, I'm going to go Rumble, too. Guys, stay mage. Take it easy. Enjoy yourselves. And we'll talk Friday. Sweet, sweet Peter Rosenberg. And then I went to makeup and like sat in front of the mirror a little bit and got myself together. Also, ladies and gentlemen, at this time, I would like to introduce. Shout out to that guy, Greg. Red Heart is the greatest professional wrestler in the history of the art form. Mage. <laughs>